This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. You're listening to The Buck Sexton Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Micah Opelka with you on The Buck Sexton Show today. Buck will be back tomorrow. We just finished talking to John Fund about the uh, Julian Assange interview that's going to happen tonight. And in case you missed Assange's words about uh, the, uh, the hacking and what we know about that hacking, allegedly, from Russia... Uh, and and John Fund, who who's not exactly a fan of Julian Assange, uh, said uh, he was dead right on this when he said this. We we can say, um, we have said uh, repeatedly uh, over the last two months uh, that our source uh, is not the Russian government uh, and it is not state party. Yeah, we know. We now know that Podesta, Grandpa Podesta, uh, answered a fishing expedition. P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, expedition, and ended up uh, getting, getting all of his emails hacked. And for those of us who ended up uh, with our own emails exposed, because I had sent some emails to uh, people within the Clinton campaign requesting interviews and some, some other things, um, my emails were forwarded, a couple of them, to John Podesta, which meant they were part of the WikiLeaks, which meant they were out there for the whole world. And guess what? My cell phone number is in my signature on those emails. So I had to change that number. Thank you very much, John Podesta. I wish you'd have paid the number change fee. That was like 40 bucks or something. But uh, that, that was a little irritant that I didn't need, but I got it anyway. I've been monitoring Paul Ryan as he is reelected Speaker of the House on the opening day of the 115th Congress. He he's basically saying all the same stuff you would expect. Let's work together. Let's salute the red, white and blue. He saluted his family. And it's it's like a, a State of the Union address. When when Ryan says something that has his party applauding, I love it when the camera pans to the Democrat side And there's a bunch of people sitting on their hands, a bunch of frowny faces. And you can see people checking their phones. I wonder, are they they still playing Candy Crush? I don't think they're playing Pokemon Go because they'd be up walking around. But you actually have some people standing and applauding while the other side of the aisle, the frowny faces, the Pelosi party, is sitting there in their, what's it called, resting what face? Yeah. That's kind of what's going on there today. Now, uh, there was a story uh, yesterday that popped about the Carrie Fisher, uh, the unfortunate death of Carrie Fisher at the age of 60 and her mother then dying just a a day later, Debbie Reynolds dying. And and Dr. Jorge talked to us 
last week about the fact that, yes, you can die of a broken heart. But there's a, a wild twist in that story. Disney is going to get paid $50 million because Carrie Fisher passed away. Now, doesn't that sound weird? Disney took out basically a key man policy, an insurance policy for a key player in that movie. If Debbie, if, if Carrie Fisher, not Debbie, if Carrie Fisher was unable to complete her work as a general organza or whatever her name is now, I, I still call her Princess Leia. If Carrie Fisher was going to be unable to finish the three films, Disney would get a $50 million payout. And so that's what's happening. Disney gets a check. And, and it's not unusual. The, uh, the insurance companies are writing these policies on every major film where you have a big star. Every single one. So it, no surprise that that happened. It's a surprise that you actually had a big star pass away during the filming. That, that almost never happens. So I, I don't think this is... Uh, this is a common occurrence. It's, it's a horrible, unfortunate thing for the, the family. And I guess we are going to have a double funeral. Now, I got to get to this topic. It's a sensitive topic. It's a story that lit up the phones yesterday. And I, w I want to hear from you. If you want to be a part of this discussion, uh, I, I'd love to hear your opinion on this. There's a couple in, in Brooklyn, New York. I don't know if they're hipsters. I don't, I don't know what they are, but they are, they are the people who have a, a puppy, a French bulldog puppy, and the dog is not well. In fact, the dog is so sick, it has required more than $155,000 in veterinary care. $155,000. The people had pet insurance. So a majority of the pet uh, veterinarian bills were covered by the insurance company. But this, this couple did say they had to go into their own pockets uh, for something in the tens of millions of dollars. Not tens of millions, tens of thousands. <laughs> that would have been ridiculous. Tens of thousands of dollars for this little puppy named Jones. He's uh, probably three years old. Now, the deal here is Jones is not well. He has to have uh, constant medical care. He has, uh, he survived some pretty tough diseases, but he now has to take nine pills a day that the, the owners have to give him. Those pills include antibiotics, steroids, allergy vaccines, anxiety medication. So what do we have, the dog on Zoloft? They have to feed him prescription dog food that must be eaten while he is in an upright position. $155,000. And this is a three-year-old dog that will go on for God knows how many years. The people, are, the people say it's worth it, but they, let's face it, they have insurance that's covering a lot of it. And I, the, the dog lover in me loves the dog, but it's obviously, in my mind, it's not a... This is not a wise decision. Am I wrong? Am I right? 888 900 
what would you do in the case of Jones, the French Bulldog? The Buck Sexton Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. The Buck Sexton Show. It's Mike Opelka in for Buck Sexton today. Buck will be back tomorrow, and I will be back on Pure Opelka tomorrow evening, 7 to 10 p.m., as we are Monday through Fridays, and then Saturday mornings with the early morning Rage Crew. Join us, won't you? Uh, January 3rd, what is today? They always keep track of those days. Today is National Fruitcake Toss Day, so uh, fruitcakes can be used as a weapon today. I encourage that. It's also uh, National Chocolate-Covered Cherry Day. That sounds good about right now. Uh, I asked a question on Twitter, and I'm, I'm being uh, eviscerated, excoriated. I've, some people are just giving me the finger about the, the Brooklyn-New York couple and their French bulldog, who has already cost somebody $155,000 in vet bills and uh, requires nine pills a day, including anti-anxiety medication. That, to me, says a lot. Anti-anxiety medication. This dog is in discomfort and in distress. And I, I think the humane thing to do would be to get another dog. Now... I say this because in the, in the course of thinking about this, I started thinking about all the dogs available for adoption, all the healthy dogs available in shelters. And somebody turned me on to a group called Freedom Service Dogs of America. It is a, a group that rescues dogs from shelters, healthy dogs from shelters, that are obviously not going to be adopted because they're not puppies, and puppies are cute, and that's why people adopt them. But they rescue these dogs, they retrain them, and, and then they give them to members of the United States military veterans who need a service dog. And if they have extra dogs left over, people can apply to get a service dog from them as well. So these freedom service dogs are enhancing the lives of people with disabilities. Many of them are our veterans. And I think that's, to me, that's a, and I know, I know I, I'm not going to be the socialist guy who says better use of, of the money, uh, how to use your money. Those people can spend it however they want. I just, it just feels to me like I would do it differently. So what I'm going to do is focus on, on 
operations like Freedom Service Dogs of America and put out the word for them and try and get more people to pay attention to these organizations because I believe we, we will be judged by how we take care of our veterans and we need to take care of our veterans. We're not doing it right yet. We're not even close to doing it right yet. So, crazy story. Crazy story that's out there. Uh, and, and for those of you uh, who wonder, uh, we, we did put it through the uh, Blaze writing staff. And it's pretty much split right down the middle. You know, I said $155,000 is, is two Teslas in the driveway. Or maybe a whole bunch of service dogs trained for veterans. And I was told, well, you can't cuddle a Tesla. And my response was, you've obviously never driven a Tesla. Speaking of cars, there's some big car news today. Donald Trump earlier today made a comment uh, on Twitter, of course, about, the, um, about, about Chevrolet and GM building cars in Mexico and saying that, why are you building the Chevy Cruze in Mexico and then bringing it across the border? And uh, if, you, if you don't build the car here, we're going to slap a tariff on you. Well, it turns out apparently Mr. Trump had some bad information and that the Chevy Cruzes built in Mexico are sold, about 99% of them are sold around the world. They're exported to other countries. The Chevy Cruze that you will see on the road in America is built here in America, Mr. Trump. So you, you kind of screwed up on that one, sir. But Ford, Ford was scheduled to move a, uh, another operation to Mexico. They had planned to spend $1.6 billion on a new manufacturing operation in Mexico. And today they announced, uh, we're going to cancel that. We're not going to do that. We are going to instead take $700 million of that $1.6 we had budgeted, and we're going to build a bigger operation in Michigan, expand the electronic vehicle and hybrid, hybrid offerings that they have. This means about, oh, 700 new jobs. For, uh, for the people in Michigan. So those are, those are two big bits of news in the automotive world. And, uh, you know, I think even Democrats have reluctantly given Donald Trump credit for the Ford move. The Chevy thing was kind of a screw-up, and I, I wonder who gave him the information on that. Because you, you don't tell him that that's the deal. You don't tell him that uh, if, if the Chevy Cruze is being made in this country, somebody should have known that. It's just crazy. Uh, other notifications that uh, I'm, I'm getting today. Oh, this is one that, that really ticked me off. The, um, the activist Pamela Geller, who's with AFDI. Pamela Geller, the American Freedom Defense Initiative. Somebody who is um, fighting against the jihad attack in this country uh, nonstop. She's always fighting for uh, Israel. She's fighting for freedom. She's fighting against uh, the, uh, the radical Islamic terror around the world. And one of the things in radical Islam is female genital mutilation. It's, it's a horrible thing. And today, just today, the AFDI posted on its 
on its YouTube channel a brand new video about this subject. Now, you're probably saying, well, that's a horrible subject. Yeah, it is, but it's also something that's going on around the world, that young girls are being mutilated in the name of Islam. And so Pamela Geller's cameras went to Columbia University right here in New York, and they asked students at Columbia. These are college students at an Ivy League school. They asked them, if they would be okay, would you support would you support female genital mutilation at Planned Parenthood and funding for this at Planned Parenthood? And some of the answers will shock you. Listen to college students on this topic. If the families are choosing that they want this, it's okay. I mean, who am I to say no to, to what somebody wants to do in okay. that sense? It's their body, right? Would you support Planned Parenthood funding for female circumcision? Yeah. I mean, if it's like what the family wants. What about you? I don't know. How do you feel? I've actually read a lot about it in other I countries. I have so I don't know. Yeah. And like, people are constantly going to other countries and fighting to end that. So that's a little... I didn't know about this. That's I mean, there's a, a movement disturbing. to end male circumcision, too. So these, these mostly women at Columbia University, right in, in New York City, are being asked about mutilation. And it's predominantly young girls again. These are parents who think they are doing something religious for young children. And there are zero health benefits for girls and women for this, this mutilation. Uh, it, is, it is, in the words of Pamela Geller, the worst kind of misogyny. They continue talking to these women. The answers were astounding. If that was what somebody's choice was, then I would say that, then sure. And I think Planned Parenthood is all about a woman's right to choose. So Planned Parenthood is all about a woman's right to choose. But these are girls being brought in. They are underage to be mutilated. I, I, I'm, my jaw is dropping every time I watch this. And there are more. Do you support Planned Parenthood funding for female circumcision? I would, yeah, absolutely. If it's pro-choice, it's up to everyone, each his own. If it's pro-choice, parents taking their kids in to have them mutilated in the name of a, a radical religion. They asked uh, 20 people about this, 20 people, 20 students outside of Columbia. Only one, only one gave a clear no. Listen. So would you uh, support Planned Parenthood funding a female circumcision? No, I would not. You wouldn't? Why yes. wouldn't you support it? Because I think it's part of a woman's right to own their own sexuality and to have like pleasure yeah. <laughs> about it. And it's something they should have the right to choose. Thank God at least one woman stood up. It, it's just we are raising a bunch of sheep at these universities. I, I think I need to order more of the DNC trophies. I need to, I need to make sure I have at least 100, maybe 200 to carry down to D.C. and hand them out at the event the next day. Just shocking. It's absolutely shocking. All right. I'm going to step aside and take a break. When we get back, I will update you on the latest because there are, there are uh, more bits and pieces trickling out of D.C. today on the first day. Uh, by the way, everybody, 
tell your liberal friends there was no recess appointment of Merrick Garland. We told you it wasn't going to happen. You wasted all that time signing petitions. It's not a good idea. You look silly doing it. We still love you. But it was never going to happen. Now the drama. Who will Donald Trump appoint, anoint as his Supreme Court justice? We're going to have to wait till after the inauguration, obviously. But we will see what Congress gets moving on after the day one festivities wrap up. Michael Pelka in for Buck Sexton on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Mike Opelka wrapping up the Buck Sexton Show. Thank you for being here with me today. Buck will be back tomorrow. Uh, You know, a couple of bits of breaking news about the inauguration. Earlier, we mentioned uh, that uh, George and Laura Bush will be there. And I think that's good. Good for the country. And just now, uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton are saying they will attend Trump's inauguration. Uh, and, And that came from aides from both of the Clintons. So it's not like they put out a joint statement, which always kind of makes me laugh. That why do they have to put out separate statements? Why do you have to get different people? Can't we just say uh, the Clintons will be there and put out one statement? No. And the story we talked about earlier about Ford canceling the Mexico plant and moving those 700 jobs to the U.S., adding those 700 jobs, the CEO of Ford flat out said that is a vote of confidence in Donald Trump. A vote of confidence in Donald Trump. I think that's a good idea. That's a good thing for all of us. Now, the market's up another 42 points today. It was up over 100 points earlier, but it's, uh, it's back to looking like it could flirt with 20,000 on the Dow. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Paul Ryan spoke, as Nancy Pelosi did speak, but, you know, you don't want to hear that. But Paul Ryan, as Speaker of the House, addressed the Congress, the 115th Congress this, mor- this afternoon, and he talked to both sides of the aisle. First, uh, his comments, a brief summary of his comments to the Democrats. And so, to the minority, I want to say this. We've never shied away from our disagreements, and I do not expect anyone to do so now. But however bright of a contrast that we draw between us It must never blind us to the common ground that we share. We must never shy away from making progress for the American people wherever we can. And so as your speaker, I promise to uphold the rights of the minority. I promise to hear you out and let you have your say. If I had to sum up, it would be this. Agreement whenever possible, but at all times, respect. I hope that's the case. Agreement wherever possible, but at all times respect. Ryan went on to address the Republicans gathered in the majority. And to the majority, especially to our returning members, I want to say this. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. This is the kind of thing that most of us only dreamed about. I know because I used to dream about this a lot. 
The people have given us unified government. And it wasn't because they were feeling generous. It was because they want results. They do want results. And I'm glad Ryan put that out there. And if they don't get results, we the people will make changes just as we did six months ago, six weeks ago. Yeah, okay. Ten weeks ago, we didn't think this was possible. If you really took a survey of the polls ten weeks ago, it looked like the GOP was going to lose the Senate. It will have a diminished presence in the House. And Paul Ryan would be damn lucky to still be Speaker of the House. And Hillary Clinton would have been president. Instead, he's got everything he wants. Everything is laid out in front. Now all you have to do is achieve it. And you do that by marching forward the way the first term of Obama, the way the Democrats did when they had uh, the filibuster-proof control of the Senate and they owned the House. You just got to keep your head up, keep marching forward, Paul Ryan. And don't forget that we, the people, will be watching. Mike Opelka, in for my friend Buck Sexton. We will be back on the regular schedule on Pure Opelka tomorrow night, not tonight. And Buck will be here in his chair. And uh, I appreciate you being here. From the constitutionally protected You're free speech to zone. Buck Sexton on the Blaze Radio Network. to the IRS? Get on board with the tax admiral. Don't pick on the IRS alone. I'll cut penalties and reduce your overall tax bill sometimes. I can even get it zero 